0: Knowing everything that black people have gone in this country, 400 plus years of slavery, getting pulled out of Africa to go work in servitude, millions upon millions have died, nobody gave a damn <laughs> because they were property, gone through all the fights of reconstruction after civil war, gone through the civil rights movement, dealt with all this stuff. Would either of you want to trade places with a black person? It's okay if you, the answer's no, it's okay. No, no. I, thought, I thought that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> I mean, but, 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 but rhetorical or not, like if you ask yourself that question, okay. Um, you are now accountable to yourself because you know, you know something's not right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like that's it, like, like if, unless you're like, you know, like, you go man, you, the worst place to go anywhere right now is anybody's comment thread about any of these conversations. Like you wanna see the worst of the worst. I can't do it. I can't can't even do it anymore. It's it's, too much. Gosh, it's crazy. And sometimes I just wanna say, hey, listen, I appreciate what you're saying. I understand that you feel this way. One question, would you like to switch places with a black person today? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, well then you obviously somewhere deep down inside know that your situation on some level is better than the plight of a black person. Don't matter if that black person is the supposed crackhead that you think is a crackhead down the street or Oprah freaking Winfrey. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, 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 like you still know that that black person's life is different. Yep. So to me that, that, that's the accountability after that. Sure. There, there, you know, there's all kinds of organizations, nonprofits, NGOs who work hard to try to keep this country breathing in a diverse way. There there, there are plenty of those. Those those companies and organizations and corporations can all get in touch with anybody they need to to get all the education, all the information, all the resources they want. Now, if they're not doing those things and they're acting like they're doing those things, that's when the employees got to be accountable, too. Like, hey, listen, y'all said A, B, and C. Where's that at? Mm-hmm. And we live in a country, we live in a country now where you, you should be able to say that and there should be no no consequences. And if there are, well, all you got to do is hashtag this, hashtag that, and you're probably gonna get your job back because these corporations care more about their public image now for sure than ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's also just that like global accountability. If you go and tweet that that this matters to you you, you better be ready to show it. That's the world we live in now. So I think, I think there's layers. There's layers to the accountability, but for David Johnson, first and foremost, just be accountable as a human being. Like you just you like, Oh, and, and know what? And if you're not sure if you're so warped that you're unsure of how to gauge yourself as a human being, ask a kid. That's it. Just ask, ask a kid. Hey, because racism, man, listen, y'all, I, I could go on and on. Racism is a learned thing. Race, race wasn't even a thing until like the 1600s. Mm. Like, like you were just a different color. You were from a different place. You still had your role in society. You still had a, you still had value to people. Now, whether there was bias and whatever, I don't know. I, I don't read scrolls, but like the reality though, is that pre- 15, 1600s, Spanish Inquisition, folks starting to use religion as a as a as a as a way to create genocide. Like that's all human thinking. That's 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 the bad people winning for a really long time. It just doesn't make any sense. It does. It just doesn't make any sense. But again, just ask a kid. Ask a kid. Give him give him the story on the most basic level. You'd be like, hey, you know, like tell tell a kid about Trayvon Martin and wa- watch a kid walk through that story. who's never heard it. I just, just, I, I almost put it as a challenge to other dads. If you're still unsure about the race thing, just re- read them like a news story of it and, and watch the question they ask you. They're going to be like, so what did he do? Well, why did, why did, why did, why did he, why did he chase him like that? that like, <laughs> I'm just saying. And that's, that's why my wife and I make it a point yeah. to say things like, you know, people like you because i, I because i'm, I'm i am mean, i have to make them accountable already mm-hmm. oh man i'm just saying yeah quote me on that quote me on that ask a kid if you're not sure because you might be a little bit biased or you're not kind you're not sure if you're racist that but that's a better one if you're like i'm not a racist i have black friends okay walk your kid through one of those stories i would love you know, to hear I, I would love to hear or this man that's kind of a good dad's night segment to be honest man, listen yeah you got, you're, you're going to have to get some brave souls because you're going to have a lot of guys whose feelings are going to be hurt when they realize that their kid just realized that they might low key be racist. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and it's probably safer to do it younger. Cause like I said, like a nine ten year old, they're going to be real confused. Be like, wait, what, what do you think dad? And then you're going to have to explain it to them. If, if You know, assuming that you haven't already had a conversation with them or, you know, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying I, it's, it's kids kids know if you catch them before they're corrupted kids know the difference between right and wrong man mm.
1: that's great man this is uh, honestly this has been
0: y'all y'all working
1: up but i mean honestly like this has been one of the best things about our interviews over these past you now third episode is like we get the perspective from you right mm-hmm. like we're, we're not we're asking because we want to know and we want to talk about these conversations yeah. and we want people to understand the emotion behind it but also the things that you're living through and the things that we may not be able to see I mean that little exercise we're probably going to take that out and be like if this is a problem recommended by a dad's night get dad try it out you know and you know it's And we're not, obviously, we're not trying to make it lighter than what it is or how powerful it is, but it's like, okay, for you to understand the gravity of what is happening, talk to a child,
0: you know? You look at at some of the best videos on YouTube, and we've all had those, like, dumpster fire nights where you're just looking at all kinds of garbage on YouTube and it's just the algorithms got you, right? And one of my favorite ones that comes up is Kids React to. Mm. because yeah, like I, like, like, I, like oh man i mean like, you got you guys look like you're in your millennial age right i mean you guys you guys remember the 90s look of any video of a kid born after i mean lord after 2010 now right what year is it oh my god that's like I, that's what someone ever said that their children who were born in 2010 and they're like full functioning human beings now but like get one of them get one of them and hand them a game boy actually key, look, look at this you guys are gonna love this so i found this when i was home for christmas my game boy my oh it's oh, a game boy color no. game boy, pokemon silver pokemon. yeah pokemon silver is in there and so now i'm like protecting this with my life like the boys don't know i have it like i have any i don't i only turn it on like once like a month just to make sure it's still working but the reality is like someday i'm going to hand that to them and it's going their minds going to be blown because mm-hmm. yesterday you know i'm you know my my son is trying to get trying to convince me to play let him play like Sea of Thieves and all these crazy MMOs. But it's my fault because I introduced gaming to him. Like our first game, my first gaming was NES. That was my first game system. And now my children know how to turn on the Xbox by themselves. They can get to Sonic Team Racing and they can be racing for like three hours before we wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the world we live in. You got to catch them young. The babies know. So when they get that, when they get the super the the Nintendo uh. The Game Boy Color, or whatever. Like they're they're, it's gonna be mind blowing to them. They're just gonna be like, wait, so how does this work? Why why was it like this? Like they just they're just unfiltered, and that, that's mm-hmm. what I love. So yeah, man, you gotta you gotta get them on Zelda, on Game oh, Boy. Oh man, sure. I got well, now, but that's the hard part. Now I gotta go find them, right? I, I don't know. I'm not gonna <laughs> pay big time eBay. Cause if I get the Zelda, I gotta get. I wanna get the. Uh, did they make the the Game Boy one in the gold? I, I remember so, yeah. the NES was like the shiny gold I don't, rem- I don't remember if they made the Game Boy one in the gold casing. Oh, man, I that, know what you're talking about though. I was uh, I, uh, I that, that one. NES one. I man, I wanted that one. so cuz I did, I, did, I never had Zelda, but I just remember when I'd go to friends' houses, you be like it's like treasure. It's like treasure <laughs> over there. It's crazy. That's awesome, man. One day we'll get them on those.
1: Nah, for sure. We should we should do uh a dad's like Kids segment. We bring on your kids. And then we oh, ask them questions oh, and have them react. Oh, my, Dad's my, like,
0: <laughs> "My boys are talkers, man. My boys. I <laughs> talk- we'll have to like pull them off stage, you know. They're, they're they're talkers." Um,
1: well, David, this has been a great conversation. We're about an hour in, so we oh, want man. to be respectful of your uh, time, and obviously, we don't want to rush this conversation. This has been awesome, uh, but we did want to get to kind of three of the standard questions that we've been asking other guests on this mini series. Um, So the first one is, you know, I think you talked about how you kind of explained it is what's going on to your kid and you really didn't have a choice. Um, So other dads listening, what advice would you give them in explaining the situation and what people are going through today?
0: I, I think first and foremost, my first thing is that you have to judge your kid. You have to judge what's right for your family. Um, but I also say that in hand with, there's nothing wrong with telling your kids the truth. And that sometimes, I would I would argue most of the time, sugarcoating it is going to give them a false perspective on that thing. Mm. If, if you tell your kids that there's all these bad things happening, but it's because police officers are are hurting bad people and you leave it at that that's different than letting them know that loss of life is happening Mm. that's going to change their perspective that's going to warp their perspective again i'm not saying that you're going to turn them into some crazy racist or mass murder i'm just saying that that our job as parents is to mold this little life form into something and every step of the way changes the direction of what that that outcome is um me and my wife and our family, we have chosen to lean into transparency and honesty. Um, personally, I believe that it's hard to teach kids about being honest if you're not going to be honest. And th- the trade-off, though, is that our boys call us on it, talking about accountability. <laughs> Daddy, you said you said that if I do this, then I'd be able to play the video game for thirty. minutes. Like, like like, real talk. You know what? I did say that. You're absolutely right. Mm. accountable I gotta be accountable (laughs) but at least I know that's teaching him that nobody is above accountability Mm. I I, I feel like I can come on a whole talk a whole conversation about that I just like that that's so important for us in our family this idea of like teaching your kids to be aware of the world teaching them to be critical of the world but also teach them to be good people within it and so um you got to trust your family you got to trust what's best for your kids but I would I would implore dads to be honest and open because if you aren't the first one to introduce them to something, something else or someone else will be. Mm. I mean, and then you've lost them. You, you lost, you missed your chance to sow on fertile ground.
1: I love that. That's a great answer. I love that. Cool, all right, next question. Um, Cause I think we talked about a few of these and I love that piece of advice. Um, so we talked about accountability. So what are some solutions that can help us heal and get to a point where the world is a better place to be living in?
0: Oh man. You asked me to solve, you ask me to solve it right now. <laughs> yeah. Cause we,
1: we, you know, one thing we, we like to talk about it, right. But we want to make sure that we're also identifying ways to actually helping solve what's going on in the world today.
0: Man. Oh. Dang, it's uh, it's so crazy. Oh uh, man, dude, that's, that's that's a first of all, that's a crazy question. <laughs> I love it, but I love it, I love it so much. Um it's like now my head is spinning, man. I think um okay, on the funny side, I I, I got like a funny thought about it and then I'll get kind of serious about it. Um <laughs> for for me, I think the ideal solution is whatever it takes to get to like the world of Star Trek, okay? So bear with me, I don't know if you guys are Trekkies or you know much about Star Trek, but like the world that Gene Roddenberry set up for the world of Star Trek, because aliens and human beings get along in the Federation on earth, whatever, Uh, all racism is like gone, money is gone, Uh, like all the things that are like the worst parts of society, I mean, we need them, but all those things are gone and everybody is just working together and now they're, flying through the stars, right? <laughs> and and so it's funny is that in the lore of Star Trek, not to go deep, just just bear with me other dads, just bear with. me. some of you guys are probably geeking out that I know all this, but for those of you who aren't, just bear with me. In the lore of Star Trek, none of that happens until we have first contact with another alien. Get 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 with just bear with me. Bear with me. I'm just bear with me, okay? The I the, I, the idea being that before first contact with another alien species, we were almost close to what's happening now, except the whole world is at war, right? We have that, share, that first contact, everything starts to fall apart in the best ways because we realize that we are much more important and much more impactful when we work together versus tearing ourselves apart. And it took just happening circumstance, Star Trek first contact to get this whole story, but um, it took that moment And so I don't know if that moment is now or if that moment is a hundred years for us, but at some point for us to survive as a species, we're going to have to just work together. We're going to have to get over all these other small things and get with it. Okay. So that's kind of like the anecdotal version of it. I think that the answer comes down to just being human. I think it comes down to, people recognizing within themselves the same thing as the ask the child moment same thing as like racism not even really being a thing like race is not a thing It's, it's it's there's like no scientific there's nothing tangible about race like our skin is all the same except your ancestors went one direction my ancestors went another direction they ate different food so their skin changed color Like that, that, that's science. (laughs) So this idea of race is, is, is a construct of like, to me, the worst parts of our mind as humans. And I think the sooner we get rid of those things that are obviously not good for us, is when, is when everything, everything is just better. Now, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some people who like start hearing that and it's like, okay, here comes a democratic socialist. I'm like, no, I'm not talking about policies. I'm talking about just fundamentally humans need food. So we should all have food. <laughs> like we, we have to figure out a way for all of us to have food. We all need to breathe. So, so we should all probably have enough good air to breathe. Like, like, those are the things that are important to me. So I, I, think, that, I think that, unfortunately, and this could be controversial, but I, I said to my wife a while ago about a kind of separate matter that, um, that when people's worlds are small, it's impossible for them to think big. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of us live in very, very small worlds, usually of our parents, 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 parents creating, which they had no idea what the impacts were gonna be. Mm-hmm. And when, you, when that world is small, and you choose to keep it small, you lose context, you, you can't have context. It's, it's bigger than you can even comprehend. But for people in this world who travel, for people in this world who talk to other human beings, who, who are trying to learn and be empathetic and grow, their worlds are larger. Their scope is always larger. I, I so so I think I, I for me that's the only answer. The only answer is that at some point, we as human beings and notice I keep saying human beings, I'm not saying Americans. <laughs> I'm not saying mm-hmm. black. People. I'm saying hu- as human beings, we have to we have to evolve our level level of empathy toward other human beings. It's just the worst atrocities in the entire history of the human race. Is simply all this like human on human violence. I mean, that's what it is. That's the worst parts about us. Everything we do is out of greed. It's for money, which is also a construct, right? Like we just had to invent it. That's not the only way to to exchange for services, but that's the way it's been. And the people who have profited the most from it don't ever want to lose that. So whether it's money, whether it's status, whether it's power, those who have profited don't want to lose it, <laughs> and unfortunately, they are more powerful than the rest of us at this point in time. I don't think it'll always be that way, but we we have to change the way we think.
2: That's a great answer, man. And you know, live long and prosper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys, you guys should edit that whole part out. But I just I, 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 we're keeping this. We're uh, keeping, we're keeping, this, keeping this, we're that 100%. in there. Hundred percent. We might <laughs> have to. Uh, we might have
1: to ask for a Star Trek sponsorship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <after that> <laughs> i think all my facts are correct i didn't i didn't get i didn't start name dropping because i could have you're, you're good dude No, nope, nobody trust
2: nope i don't think anybody that listens to this will know so you're good
1: <laughs> okay awesome man great no great two answers and I, I love the the honesty and uh enthusiasm that you're bringing to this conversation because i think it's super important serious matter but you know there there's a lot of emotion behind it and we need to yeah. continue having that. So. Last question here is just something for for us that we'd like to ask: is what can we do, or other people listening do, to kind of help um, just start moving this thing forward?
0: Yeah, I think I think it's 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 somewhat similar to something I said earlier, where um, there are so many layers to this whole thing that there are a lot of entry points, right? So, so you don't have to be protesting to feel like that's your only way to help. Donating money may not be the only way to help. Like I said, you got to pay rent. There's still a pandemic going on. Some of y'all can't work. Like, come on. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Others will fill that space. I mean, that, that's. I, I just feel that way. I mean, I'm a faith-based man. I trust in faith. I trust in in the world working out for good. It's okay if you can't participate in the ways that you want to. I do think, personally, the most impactful part of this is growth for all of us. I really do. I, because like I said, I mean, you could pour millions and millions. I mean, you hear CEOs dropping hundreds of millions of dollars in this way and that way and all that's amazing. But for me, again, bolstering diversity and inclusion resources don't matter if that person already comes in with their with their guard up. And as far as I'm concerned, I've said this to, uh, to a few people and I guess, you know, keeping with the theme of dad's night. Um. We're we're done. Like, like we're done growing. Like some of us are still growing and what, whatnot, but our generation, like targeting this generation is is very, very low threshold. But targeting our kids, who then have a bigger threshold, who then give that to their kids, that's how in generations to come we move forward. That's the only reason why certain things in this country have gone away. It's simply because sounds morbid old people have to die eventually so what so what's filling what's filling in the gap it's going to be the the generation behind them and that's why great grandparents and little little kids don't don't see eye to eye honestly i think that's god's way of really even this out that's why like ancient 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 old people in the family really can't have a conversation with the little 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 one they are not going to overlap because they they're just they don't need to even exist in the same world but for a few years <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, there's gonna just be a little bit, a little bit of overlap, and then it's, it's y'all, y'all are done. You had your chance. Thank you so much. We're so happy you were here. Thank you. Let's start, let's start looking back this way. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's the truth, man. It's, the, it's the truth. That's like, that's the way of the world, and that's why, that's why, again, so many of our problems and so many of our strengths. Let, me, let me not just keep this all negative. All of our strengths, all of our negatives, as, as the inhabitants of this world. All come from what was passed to us, not last generation, but generation before it, all stacks. So what are we going to say to our children who, again, we're all going to be old men one day, God willing. The world's going to look completely different. But unlike the generation who just got there, we'll be able to see how this gradual thing happened. We're over here talking about Xboxes and Xbox, you know, what's the new crazy name of the new joint? They got the PS5 coming and the Xbox. Xbox some transformer name, thing. Whatever. I don't know. But here we are holding, holding a handheld from from nineteen ninety seven, eight, something like that. That's what it looked like. I remember I remember when ninety-eight was now. And it was fresh, it was new, everything looked good, everything was neon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. 98, 98 was a good year for you, man. You, you brought it up a few times.
0: I, mean, I, know, I, just, I don't know why I keep jumping in ninety <laughs> eight. It sounds like it was a good year, huh? Actually, yeah, no, no actually, well, because 98, fall ninety eight, I would have been in I would have been in eighth grade. So I was in the middle school. Yeah, oh yeah. So I was I was yeah. like yeah, ninety eight was a good year. Dang, bro. Oh man, take me back. All right. Anyway, um <laughs> we'll be able to look back on how things have progressed. And so I, I just think it's important to to pour into and love into our kids and really, really decide. And, you know, I don't even like being divisive where it's like decide if you're going to be on the right side of history. Like I just, I, you guys to see, I'm, I'm a super empathetic guy. I just like, even, even if I think you're wrong, I'm not like, I, there's nothing wrong with you. Like that, maybe that's the better way to put it. It's like, I, I don't agree, but I'm not saying there's something wrong with you. I'm saying that we have different upbringings we have different perspectives. Consider your perspective, consider what, built that perspective usually our parents or older generations and then consider if that's really the best perspective going forward because you can change it right now and the little bit of time we have left i'm 35 but again god willing i'll see i don't know 95 but but my kids still have all that time to grow and to shape the world my 35 years are done i did what i could which was at 35 a whole lot of nothing (laughs) <laughs> right i mean i've done what i can but i but i just recognize that my influence on my kids could have be more impactful to the rest of the world than anything i can do with the rest of the time i have so i you know it's, it's, it's about the kids and you know i you know it sounds cliche but they, they're our best resource you know i heard somebody say it and i repeated it to my son the other day my son's really into um sci-fi and spaceships and you know he like completely freaked out at the last SpaceX launch, all that stuff. And during the SpaceX launch, we were talking about Mars and his planets and know all that. And I remember saying to somebody years ago that like when we grew up, getting to the moon had already been done. Staying in space for like a long time, the International Space Station was the big deal for like most millennials. That was like like nothing could be greater than a, a shuttle launch up to the International Space Station. But now the reality is is that The first person on Mars is alive today. That person's alive. The first person to travel further than Mars, that kid is alive today. And the reality is that their parents are shaping them to be that, and they don't know. And we have to shape our kids to be prepared for whatever the rest of the world is coming. And I hope that I'm preparing them for a world that's better than the one that I'm leaving them.
1: Damn, I love that. That's awesome. Hey, hey we, we're just going to take that last, like, 10 minutes and make it an episode of itself. That was awesome. Nah, man, I, I
0: love that perspective. Y'all, y'all teed them up, man. I, y'all teed them up. And, and so that stuff is not stuff I've ever, ever really thought about before. So I, I, I'm i appreciative for the moment. That's that's
1: awesome, man. And, that I mean, that's the best thing that we've really been uncovering with a lot of dads is the dad wisdom that y'all have. It just comes. It comes naturally. I'm I'm ready to run through a wall for you right now, man. Uh, honestly, this is
0: great. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It's 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 um yeah, fatherhood. Fatherhood's been amazing, man. It's it's um, I don't know. My, my wife and I talk about it all the time. Like, I think parenthood is an incredible task. It's an incredible honor. It's an incredible burden. It's it's just sort of it's life in a microcosm. I mean, you you are, again, you're shaping a whole human being for the world. So you really have to gain perspective on the world you have the world you want you have to like lean into who they are i mean like my boys are incredible but they are they are literally total opposites on almost every level like the little one eats everything the big one eats nothing The the big one loves like space the other one likes uh like dinosaurs you know one likes being outside one hates being outside like they just and and like you just have no idea who they're gonna be until until they start showing you and 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 it's i'm telling you man like the dad wisdom is is amazing but it's also it's also usually just winging it i think most dads can tell you that i mean there's nothing that can prepare you for for fatherhood nothing i mean like you can you can talk to all the homies you can read all the books but everything that that dad just said everything i just said is really is only me it's only catered for the Johnson household, because what's happening on the other side of my screen to all these other guys and moms, parents, anybody who's listening, um, it's all custom made for us. Your, your parenting journey is a, is a West coast customs for you (laughs) with the spinners and all that crap and no retail value. (laughs) It's all, it's all for you. It's all for you. And that's, that's the beauty of it. And so, um, yeah, man, I I appreciate you guys taking time to do something like this because um, it's it's hard for dads to connect sometimes, especially once you get to a certain level of you know your career or or you know once you got probably have more than two kids or something like you just you're moving, so it's hard to connect sometimes and um and I think it's important to to hear hear other dads out because we're all going through it. That's why like I said, that's why my wife. My wife has a, a whole platform that's just motherhood. Her her whole thing is motherhood journey, wanting moms to be great and. You know all this other stuff, and 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 it all started because she realized that once you start really, really doing this adult thing, you you can't have friends. (laughs) What's it?
2: What's called David? What's her platform called?
0: Oh, um, uh, mommy hour. So so mommy hour with Kareen Levon. Um, she's on like Instagram and stuff, and you know YouTube or whatever. Um, just and, and 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 mind you, again, dads, you can go, but. It's not for you at all. <laughs> so, so, so I, I'm not saying that as like a plug. I'm just saying that parenting, you need support like this. You need to have outlets where you can share, but also where you can learn and just get context and realize that we're all we're all going through
2: it. No man, uh, here, here at Dad's Night, we always say there are no dads without moms. So,
0: <laughs>
2: we'll we'll definitely will we'll include her information in the. Um, oh man, that's real cool. This for this post for sure. Because
0: Absolutely. she she she's I mean we we feel the same on all these things. So if you want to hear a a much more attractive version of everything I just said, you may catch it on on Mommy Hour with Cream uh, Lavon. So <laughs> we might we might have to
1: do a collaboration. Dad's Night presents Mommy hey. Hour. <laughs> hey, man,
0: listen, listen. You want to you want to get some Black mom perspective? I'm just saying she'll 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 lay it out. And oh she's yeah. Much, she's much more colorful in her language and her wardrobe than I am. You know, I <laughs> we,
1: we, we, welcome the true selves, man. That's
0: what we you want know, it gets, just <laughs> great. I don't even know. I mean, Arizona, Lee, I don't know. It's just a great t-shirt. This is feels great.
1: <laughs> awesome, man. Well, David, this is, this has been a wonderful conversation and I know I've learned a lot. Um, just talking to you for the first time and I hope we get a chance to talk to you some more in the future. Yes. Um, Oh, uh, any last word before we kind of wrap this up?
0: I mean, just hey, I, I I I'm grateful. I'm I'm thankful. Um, yeah, to all the dads out there. Again, we're all going through it. You you should not feel bad for doing the best that you can do with what you have. Um, and the fact that you're even listening to something like this tells me that you're the type of dad who's trying to be proactive, that's trying to stay above the curve trying to be the best that you can be. So continue that. And if nobody's told you yet, then continue that because you're doing the right thing.
1: Appreciate that, man. That's awesome. Omar, any last thoughts?
2: Man, I have so many, but uh, David, thank you again for, for joining us. I would really love to have another conversation with you, to be honest, like as we go through this, you know, this journey, uh, of, of Dad's Night, and, and with all these amazing fathers we've gotten to talk to. Uh, you know, we've, we've really kind of like been, uh, it, you know, enlightened to a lot of things that we, you know, would never have thought about. Uh, and especially with this mini-series on the topics that, that we're attempting to cover, which really our guests like you are, are doing the job for us, so thank you, uh, but- No problem. But no, thank thank you again,
0: David. And for sure, we hope to speak to you again soon, man.
1: Awesome,
0: it was a pleasure, man. Thank you very much, guys. Um, any, for real, anytime, anytime. You, you see, I'm I'm open. I'm like a I'm I'm a wide open book. Long winded, all the all the nerd jokes. I I didn't get to any bad dad jokes. I got them though. Maybe add that as a segment. You know, cause I, I got some <laughs> next time. And we we all we can always make room for a dad joke. That's <laughs> very well. Well, ne- next time, next time, because I just don't—I don't, don't want to ruin the whole thing. It's been great. I don't want to cap it with some terrible dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, man. Cool. Well, let, let's wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, and always remember—it's not a guy's night; it's a dad's night.
0: Dad's All night.
2: Right?
1: And-